Welcome to a special edition of Our Morning Take on this Maundy Thursday in April. My name is Frank Johnson. And as always, I'm Abraham Lawrence. And in the studio with us all week is Mr. Nicholas Seaman. Yes, good to be here. Yes, it's very good to have you too. We got Nick in the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Along with our engineer, Logan Maycheck, who really does all the real work. We just uh, play <laughs> around with these microphones. <laughs> Uh, we want to talk just a just a smidgen about uh, what Maundy Thursday means. Maundy has to do with foot washing, hmm. and uh, Abe's over there shaking his head. Did you actually uh, read something about Maundy? Yeah, it's yeah, uh, go ahead. from the old French Maundy, from Latin manditotum, mm-hmm. meaning command or washing of the saints' feet. Washing of the saints' feet, and uh, so that's what a lot of people do on Thursday. A lot of people have uh, services at their church, uh, and they have a foot washing uh, service. And uh, we want to do that uh, sometime uh, at our service. Yeah, church that I grew up in in New York, well, not grew up in, I played drums there. Every time that they had communion, they did foot washing. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with that, uh, let's just take a look at that story real quick. Turn to John, I believe it's uh, John, somewhere around the 14th chapter, right? Near the 13th chapter, maybe somewhere here. Yeah. John chapter 13, verse (laughs) 5. Uh, Jesus poured water into the basin and began to wash the disciples' feet. Now, this was something that a servant would normally do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had come in. They were in the upper room. Uh, it's Thursday night. It's the night before Jesus is going to be uh, crucified, and uh, they're going to have a meal. And they've started the meal, but no one has washed anybody's feet. And uh, they lay in a reclining position, kind of head to feet, so... Having your feet clean is kind of an important thing. And uh, so Jesus realizes, well, no one else is going to wash their feet. I'm going to show them what a true servant is supposed to do Mm. and what a true leader actually is supposed to do. In fact, every time I I read this passage, it's it's just overwhelming to me because it tells me that I am nothing as a pastor. Mm. I'm the foot washer, okay? I'm the guy supposed to be washing the people's feet. And that's all Jesus wants me to do. So I'm not to lord things over you. I'm not to be the dictator. Jesus doesn't come off as some king. He literally comes off as the servant. Hmm. And he began to wash the disciples' feet. And uh, and the really cool thing is uh, Judas is still there. He washed Judas's feet. Wow. Can you even just imagine that? Hmm. It doesn't really say that Judas said anything to him, but I I just always find, I wondered if there was like something between the two of them at that time. But I'll tell you who there was a discourse between the two, just like always, and that's Simon Peter. (laughs) He has no shortage of uh, telling (laughs) the way he feels about things. But I love me some Simon because, you know, he's like us Mm -hmm. because uh, I'd be this way. Jesus, I've been around this guy for three and a half years. And the Holy Spirit has revealed to me that he is the Son of God, the Messiah, the King. And I don't understand all this he keeps talking about. He's got to die and all this. He's got to die and he's got to die. And I don't understand that because I think he's supposed to be the King. Mm-hmm. But what I really don't understand is when he gets out of basin and a, and, and a towel and he tells me to come over here and I'm going to wash your feet. <laughs> that is just not happening. And I just think that, you know, he's very human. <coughs> That's the way he would be, too. Abe, read the sixth verse. Then cometh he to Simon Peter, and Peter saith unto him, Lord, dost thou wash my feet? 
Jesus answered him and said unto him, What I do thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. And Peter said? Peter saith unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. See, that's the problem with Peter. (laughs) Jesus tries to explain it to him. Yeah, I'm going to wash your feet. You're going to understand it later. Rather than Peter just go, okay, I don't get it, but he says he's got to do it. No, he rebukes the Lord. He's constantly doing that to me. Yeah. And I'm like, in the movie, in my head, he probably even like stands up like, don't do that. Oh, he's not even close to the yeah, best yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not happening. Yeah. It's just not happening. Yeah. Never in a million years is going to happen. What And what happens? Jesus answered him and says what? If I wash thee, if I do not, wash if I wash thee not, right, oh, thou okay. hast, you know what version I'm reading. <laughs> I do. <laughs> if I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Simon Peter saith unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Mm. See, now here's the other thing about Peter. Don't you get this too, Nick? Okay, so I was wrong because mm. I, I do want to be a part of you. But I'm going to justify what I said. Well, then you can't just wash yeah. my feet and you got to wash everything. Yeah. Why do you think Peter said that he had to wash it all? I think, well, then if I'm going to be part of you, then I'm, I want to be all in. Yeah. You know, just get it all. Yeah. That's how serious I am. And so Jesus helps Peter understand that he's already all in, doesn't he? What's yep. he say to him? Jesus saith to him, he that is washed needeth not save to wash his feet, but is clean every whit. And ye are clean but not all. But not all of you. Mm. Not all of you. What's he saying in verse 11, Nick? For he knew the one who was betraying him. For this reason he said, not all of you are clean. Yeah, and don't you think that this is one more opportunity that he gives Judas to stop? You don't have to do this. Mm. You don't. You can get clean right now. I can wash all of you. Because you are not clean. Now, we know that it has to happen. We know he has to have a betrayer. But we also know that God doesn't make Judas be the betrayer. Judas chooses to be the betrayer. Yes. But isn't that a shame? Look at Jesus' mercy to him one more time. Mm. Can you imagine the compassion in his voice as he says that? Yeah. All right. And it's not even like even when Jesus says that in the movie, in my head, it's not even obvious by Judas's body language or anything. He's probably just normal like the rest of them. Like they have no idea who he's talking about. No idea. Or even what he's doing or anything. Nothing. And, you know, the weird thing is right before this, they're talking about who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom. Mm. Right. And uh, so let's explain a little bit about why he washed their feet. Uh, I'm going to let Nick read the NASB. Okay. Verse 12. Okay. So when he had washed their feet and taken his garments and reclined at the table again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you're right, for so I am. If I then, the Lord and the teacher, washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I gave you an example that you also should do as I did to you. Truly, truly. Truly, truly, I say to you, a slave is not greater than his master, nor is one who is sent greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. I do not speak of all of you. I know the ones I have chosen, Mm. 
but it is that the scripture may be fulfilled. He who eats my bread has lifted up his heel against me. Mm -hmm. From now on, I am telling you before it comes to pass, so that when it does occur, you may believe that I am he. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who receives whomever I send receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. Yeah, he's really trying to make this connection with his disciples. Yeah. That he is God, mm-hmm. and that God sent him, and that he is doing what only what God's will is. Hmm. And that's really important. Jesus showed all the way up to the very end that he was going to be obedient to whatever the Father wanted. And that's, of course, what the whole Garden of Gethsemane is about. Later on this evening, when they when they fall out in the garden and Jesus prays for the cup to be passed away, mm-hmm. nevertheless, your will and not mine. It's not going to be something that I'm gladly wanting to do, although for the joy uh, set before him, he actually did endure the cross. Mm. So that's that's our Savior. Amen. Amen. That's our Monday Thursday story. See you guys tomorrow.